Hello and welcome back to another solo episode of the Avi Ohm Experience. My name is Chris and for this podcast, I am doing a solo run. So it's great to speak with all of you once again. What I'm going to do is I'm basically going to go through my notebook. And so some of the things that I typically do and one of the things I feel are really important as part of your meditation practice is also a writing practice. AV typically refers to this as soul releasing. Most people know this as journaling practice, but either way, you know, I'm just talking about writing. The writing that I'm also referring to is not necessarily the writing you do on your phone when you're, you know, texting on that screen. But instead, I'm really referring to the type of analog recording, which has a completely different energy. And as I said before in a previous podcast, is that I've gone back and forth. Meaning that for for quite some time I used notebooks and then I went to my iPad and then I started using my iPad as my digital notebook, which was, you know, was organized and it was always with me. But I seem to have now gone back to the pen and paper and man, do I miss it. Now, granted, I'm in the generation that is um, and you are as well you know, you listening to this, you're caught, you're kind of caught in the middle. And what I mean by that is that you have that choice. So let's just say our parents didn't have the choice. Our parents, our grandparents, they really didn't have the choice. All they had available to them was, you know, just the analog. And so growing up, you know, we were being introduced to the early stages of technology. And so then we came to where we are now in this moment where technology is really, really, really just, you know, it's almost like overtaking everything. And now granted, I've always said that technology is just not things you plug in. It can be something as simple as a branch, a pencil, fire, you know, that is also considered technology. Technology is whatever extends your reach. So whatever extends your reach is considered technology. So it's not just something you plug in. So having said that, it's, it goes back to the idea of then why go back to the pen and paper? Well, for me, it has a different meaning, a different energy. Now, you can give this to, say, a child, and they're speaking a completely different language where you and, and, you know, you and I, we have a choice. Do we want to read a book? you know, like a, like a physical book? Do we want to feel the pages? Do we want to smell what the book smells like? Do we want to feel that energy? Or do we just want to load it on our Kindle and then take 250 books with you on a Kindle, you know, to wherever you're vacationing, where obviously you're not going to take 250 physical books with you wherever you're going if you're just going for a vacation. So where you and I have these choices those who are growing up now are not going to have that choice because for them, 
they're just going to want the digital. They're just going to want the Kindle and the iPads and the phones and all the and all these other aspects of of information because it does more than just that. For you and I where we have these choices where it is so important not only to live a simple life but to then also understand the magic of you know of silence and I've always said this is that for me a teacher is silence silence is perhaps the deepest spiritual path one can take now um, i want that to really just energetically just kind of embrace you and really consider that that silence is how you deepen your awareness silence is is a teacher because having said that there really is no such thing as silence even if you were to sit and meditate, you'll find out that there is no such thing as silence. So instead, we should call it listening meditation because really that's what you're doing. You're listening to maybe the walls, maybe the pipes, maybe the cars outside, you know, maybe, you know, someone speaking or, or, or skateboarding. So there's always sound. But the interesting thing about sound that's being emitted out is that there is no filter. There is no ego with that sound. It, that sound just is. And so silence allows us to then intake that sound, right? So then we can interpret that sound according to our beliefs. But if we don't and we just allow the sound to be, we gain a, a perspective of awareness through that. Really important. And therefore silence is, is not only is it a... a a deep, deep spiritual path and practice, but it's also a very wise teacher. So having said that, you know, the way that I keep my notes in my notebook, and I have really one type of notebook, and I typically get my notebooks from a company called Baron Fig, and, and I'll put that in the show notes. I love that notebook because it's it's it sits flat. Another thing I like about that notebook is that it's a great company out of New York, and, you know, it's, you know, U.S., made in the U.S. Well, I mean, I probably get some parts from China or whatever, but, you know, the company is, is built in, in here in the, in, in the U.S. and out of New York, and they have just great products, you know, and they're writers themselves, and, you know, if you want to buy a notebook, well, who better to buy it from than, than, a, you know, than a writer and, and, and a designer? So it's a great company. Their customer service is awesome. Baron Fig is their name. I typically get the the bigger size. They have a flagship size, which is the typical size. I I don't know right off right off hand, but I'll make sure I put them on the in the show notes. But anyway, I get my notebooks uh, from there, and the paper is really nice because it's a little bit thicker, but not really thick, but thick enough where you can write in fountain pen if you want. And the whole thing of these notebooks is that they also sit flat so they 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 sit flat i and a quick story i had um av and i sent marceline dyer you know a notebook and you know we just i think we just put a note and we just said we look forward to you know reading your book and if you don't know marceline dyer's not only a beautiful beautiful soul but very very wise it's just amazing her wisdom that she has is 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 beyond really is so we send it to her and you know a few weeks later 
she texted us back and she, you know, she's told us that I believe she went ahead and ordered eight more of those books that she loved them so much because they laid flat and she loved the quality of the paper, which is if you like to write, then obviously you want to have good quality paper. I know it's fun. I said I was going to talk about these notes that I've been writing. I still haven't gotten to that yet. But this is another thing when it comes to, you know, if you're journaling or writing or soul releasing or whatever you want to call it, is you want to have something that that you are going to enjoy. Like, you know, you you, you want to have a, a notebook that you're going to like. I see so many people that they get these, you know, what are these chachi like type of notebooks with all these weird, you know, sayings and flitters and and it sounds great, but then you feel the quality of the paper and it's crappy and the lines are real thick or no lines or at all. Or you know, it just it just doesn't make any sense really when 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 you're not buying a notebook that really aligns with you. And instead we buy a notebook based on, you know, what's the cheapest one I can get. It's definitely not gonna work. Now it is simple, I'll give you that. But the truth is, is that we want to be consistent in, in our writing. And what better way to do it than to have something that we enjoy or have something that we like. It's the same thing with meditation. You know, in order to have a consistent meditation practice, you have to be comfortable. I always keep on saying that. If you guys know that, if you when you come here to Avion Studio, because we have those uh, backjacks, which are those seats that kind of click back and forth and they're very comfortable and so it is important to not only provide that experience of comfort but that you are in a in a comfortable environment and if you are in that environment you're going to keep on coming back to it and that's really what's so important about meditation is that you know make yourself comfortable and the same thing with writing just don't get some dollar two dollar notebook i mean if you think it's the best notebook ever, then you don't have at it. That's awesome. So the Baron Fig notebook that I get, which again, it's the bigger size, like the large or extra large, I don't know what it's called. And that's, uh, I believe it's like $22, which it may be a lot to you. It may not be a lot. I don't think it is. The packaging is awesome. If you ever, ever order, well, by the way, they're not a sponsor. We don't have any sponsors. We're, we're, we're spiritual. The spiritual podcasts don't do podcasts advertising do they i don't know but the way it comes packaged is really cool too i mean you can tell that this is not you know it's just not some you know hey let me take this notebook throw it in a brown bag and give it to you i mean it comes packaged in in like a cardboard type of box and it's like a and then it's wrapped you just have it well there you go you're gonna have to order it and you can thank me once you do because once you do this you won't go back and one of the things that i typically do is I like to find things that I like and I'll stick with it. And so now every now and then I'll buy a Moleskine notebook. I think it's like, I don't even know how you're supposed to say it. But I always, you know, wind up saying like, you know, I just should stick with my Baron Fig. Because once you get something you like, stick with it. Now, granted, there might be something better that comes along and it's good to try out. You know, however, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of deal until that thing doesn't work anymore. Then, yes, look for something else. Common sense. Going back, rewinding back. I should do a sound effect for rewinding. So I want to really 
talk about in in this conversation with you some of the notes that I've that I've jotted down and the way that I just take notes is you know I'm meditating and I'll just you know once I come out of meditation I'll just take bullet points so typically that's how I write in my journals that's how I soul release is I do it with bullet points there is no right or wrong way to release it's just just you know release however you feel you know aligns with you and so for me it's bullet points. And if those of you who know, I love to write. So I do have a long form notebook that I write in, which is, you know, sentences and paragraphs and all this other stuff. But for me, the soul releasing, it's simple. It's dirty, you know, ink stains. I mean, it just is, you know, it's my, it's kind of like, you know, where I just unleash all these ideas that the universe is pouring into me. And I'm just pouring them into the notebook and i'm allowing the notebook to then become the filter for what i then extract from here into maybe a class or maybe an article or you know just maybe something that i am writing so you know one of the things i have on the top here that i wrote down was choose to live in simplicity a simple life and so how many people you know are not living a simple life I bet you there's quite a few, and you even might be part of that number. One of the things to understand is that the ego loves complicated. Because I've always said this, and I really do believe this, you know, to, to be my truth, not yours, unless you want to, but it's my truth, is that complicated and hard is a better story to tell. So my example is I always say that, you know, say if you go across the street to get a salad and you go across the street, get the salad and come back, simple, done, nothing to tell, right? But what if you're going across the street to get the salad and then a car almost runs you over and you jump over it and you, when you jump over it, you land on a horse and then the horse kind of takes you halfway across the street and then an elephant gets in the way and so then you have to hop on the elephant and then once the elephant is there, then you you shimmy off the elephant, you get the salad, and then, you know, there's a space shuttle in the salad place, and you take it, and you bring it back home. And now you're telling that story. Now, it's not to say that that's, you know, you going through that story was, you know, hard. But what I'm saying is that, you know, all these things were happening versus the simplicity of just going across the street, salad, come back, done. And so, obviously, telling you this story, there's one story that has more interest to it. And that is the one that would be considered the more complicated one, albeit it might be the more fun one to tell, obviously. And so the ego loves complicated. Now, that's just a, a really crazy example I just gave. But now look at your life and look at what decisions you have made this last week, last weekend, the ones you've made today so far, the ones that you're considering at, at making. Are you complicating the choice? Are you complicating the decision? Do you have decision fatigue? Are you creating so many choices that you don't know which choice to do? Or are you starting so many projects, but you're not finishing any of them? Do you even know where to start? Are you making it more complicated than it needs to be? You know, an, an, a, even an example, a closer example is this. Here I am just, you know, on the portable 
podcasting setup we have. And how we say this, I mean, we spent some dollars in, in, the, in the other format, and it does serve its purpose. But for this sake and for what I wanted to do tonight uh, was simple. And so ask yourself, am I living a simple life? And if you're not, then how can I simplify it? There's so many ways that you can simplify your life. And these are the, these are the three you know, other bullet points I have underneath it. Is in order to simplify your life or a way to simplify your life is to become intentional. Now, what it means to become intentional means that you are making intentional choices with everything you do. And it's not, you're just not doing something to do it. You're not just buying, you know, another pair of shoes because you just, because they're on sale. You're not buying another sports subscription package you know, just because, you know, they're running this, you know, crazy sale of, of, you know, of sports package stuff, but that you become intentional because when you bring something into your life, what you're actually doing is that you're bringing energy into your life. You're bringing more into your life and whatever you're bringing into your life is going to require an exchange of a relationship, an exchange of energy. So it's not enough for you just, it's not just buying it, but it's everything that comes along with that. The exchange of energy, the exchange, the relationship, and then the choices. The paradox of choice again arises when, you know, you're looking at something and you have all these, uh, you know, shoes and which one do I pick? And I, I remember doing that one. I think it was called, now this is back, this is back when I was a young guy. Uh, watching some sports, uh, the, the sports ball, the football. And, um, and I'm not talking about football like, you know, the soccer one. Actually, I'm talking about American football where you throw something, which you, you don't really don't kick it that much. But anyway, and it was called, uh, I think it was called Red Zone or something like that. And so the whole thing of this Red Zone package sports thing is that every time a team went into the red zone, they would automatically switch to that team. And, you know, they did that for every team that was playing, both in the morning time or the afternoon and the evening. And it was, and I remember watching this, and I was so bombarded because, of course, you know, you always want to see the score, like the people score, but everyone was getting into this red zone and, you know, here goes this screen and this flashes. Look at this team. These two teams are playing in the red zone. And then another one is flashing and it was, so much information coming that it was almost paralyzing. It was too much. And when, when too much comes at you, it's very easy to ignore. Let me say that again. When too much comes at you, it's very easy to ignore. I'm just going to leave it open, but to ignore other things. And it's not that you intend to ignore it, but you're trying to subdue the information that's coming at you. And so by ignoring things, you know, you're, you're not, not only are you not aware, you're not in that present moment, but what are you ignoring? Are you ignoring, you know, saying that you love someone? Are you ignoring being grateful for what you have? Are you ignoring, you know, picking up the phone and, and, and you know, calling someone? You know, there's so many things that happen that once we have this information coming at us that, you know, ignoring basically is just another way of tuning things out. 
so that we're not affected by it. Become intentional with whatever it is you're bringing into your life, knowing that you are creating a relationship with this thing, whatever that may be. Optimization is another way to simplify your life. Now, you know, you have to look at your life and figure out what is it in my life that I can optimize. So, for instance, the easiest way to, the easiest example I can give, for me anyway, when it comes to optimization, is auto pay. Auto pay all your bills. That is not only optimizing, you know, energy and mental space, but then when that's one less thing you have to worry about. Now, I know a lot of people don't like doing this. And if you don't like doing it, it's not because you don't like the, that feeling. It's that you just don't know if there's going to be money in there, right? And that's already a problem unto itself. So if you're, if you're unwilling to auto-pay your bills on the belief that you can't do it because you don't know what's in there and what's, in, or what's not in there, then I would strongly recommend that you really you know, take the time and sit back and really look at your bills, look at what's coming in and look what's coming out, you know, and then, you know, simple life. Look at, and this is my last thing, is removing the clutter, which is to say, you know, what can I take out of my life so that I can lower, you know, my payments or I can lower what's going out so that I can, you know, kind of shuffle this in. So my example is, you know, all the bills for the studio on auto pay. Everything is on auto pay, even including the internet's on auto pay. Obviously, the consumer is on auto pay. The water's not on auto pay. That's because, you know, why can't the city ever kind of like figure these things out and, and make it easier? Like, they still want you to pay with a check. Like, really? But <laughs> talking about old school, <laughs> I mean, well, I guess with that, I do like the technology when it comes to that part of it. Anyway, so, the, you know, having this auto pay to me really is is not only does it, again, optimize your headspace, but then that's one thing that's already being taken care of. It goes back to the 80-20 thing, right? 80% of the things you have in your closet, or I should say what, you know, 80, you're only wearing 20%? Or I should say, you know, yeah, I think you get it, right? Just to say... 80% of what you have, you only use 20% of it. So focus on that 20%. What is the 20% that I'm using? And that is, and then remove the 80% optimization. That 80% you're removing, maybe you can put that in your bank account. Therefore, whenever this auto payments comes, you have something to pay it with. So there's so many people that I know that they have stuff in their houses and there's this is, I mean, this is a whole other conversation I can have, and I probably will, with the idea of not only how much debt we are in as a society, the government is no is definitely not a good example because in the United States, we're in like some serious debt. You know, we just keep on falling deeper and deeper into it. Let me ask you this. Can you get your car in the garage right now? If you have a two-car garage, can you get both cars in there? If you have a one-car garage, can you get one car in there? And if you can, then that's super cool. But if you can't, you need to ask yourself why. Obviously, we know why, because you got stuff in there. So if it's that if, if, if it's that important, why is it in the garage? Like, why would you have a box of things 
in the garage that probably only cost what, you know, two, three, four, five hundred dollars. And outside you have a twenty-five thousand dollar thing, a, a metal box with wheels. You know, so like why would you have, you know, a box of clothes and all couches and all all stuff when you can uh, instead put your car in there? So the do's of simplicity is to be intentional, you know, optimization, optimize, and remove the clutter, remove the things that don't serve purpose, remove these things that are taking energy from you, remove the concept that someday you will need it. You know what? If you'll need it, just go ahead and buy it again. But the fact that it's been in your closet for two years and you haven't used it yet tells me that it might be another two years before you use it. These things typically like these, you know, to be intentional, to optimize and to remove the clutter does help. And I want to go back to the idea that I choose to live in simplicity, a simple life. And why would you not want to live in a simple life? So the idea is, is that this is the time to do it. And as I wrote here, is that you are not getting any younger. Why wait? And so when we simply, and I guess this whole conversation we're having is going to revolve around the idea of simplicity because imagine the things you can do when you simplify your life imagine which is the most important idea of this conversation is how much time you will gain back now here at avium studios i typically do a class on sundays once a month and i go over you know some some extract some of the information from the Course in Miracles and I share it with a group that typically come here. And we are doing it, well, uh, by the time this comes out, it already had passed. So I am doing it next month in June. And so the days kind of, you know, move around somewhat, but we typically, I typically do them once a month. And so we're going to be talking about time. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. Actually, what I will do is I will upload that conversation because I've been recording them, uh, you know, these conversations, and it's something that we will be, you know, accumulating the conversations we're having here in the studio, and we're recording them, and because we are going to be creating a kind of like an exclusive membership um, to this podcast where, you know, you will, you know, those who, you know, wind up paying for this, uh, you know, membership, an expensive membership. We're going to call it a coffee membership. You know how I am with names, even though I don't drink coffee anymore. But we still call it a coffee. Well, we call it a team membership. Hmm. That, that sounds cool. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not good with names anyway. But I'm going to be releasing some of these conversations we have on the back end that AV and I have that we do not release on podcast format. We'll be releasing it on the membership type of uh, format along with you know, other things. But yeah, but going back to the idea of time is that it's about gaining time because you, you, you can't stop it. But what you can do is you can slow it down. And again, listen to that conversation that will be future from now where I'm going to talk about how and why and, and the reasons, you know, it is possible to do that. But going back to the idea of creating more time for you is to simplify your life. If you, by simplifying your life, you will create more time, more time to do the things you love, more time to be outside, to be with your partner, you know, to do that thing you love, 
to meditate, to, to journal, to release, you know, soul release, just to be in nature. So simplicity is not just a word, but it's an energy that really has a lot of benefits. It's like one of those things that has more than one benefit and it's good for you because it is important, as I wrote here, that we get out in nature. Now, those of you who have been listening to me know that I've been talking a lot about that lately and how important it's really appearing to me uh, of being in nature. It's really, nature has really been speaking to me. And I know, and, and you know, A.V. asked me if you think it's because of the seasons here in Michigan and, you know, you're not really there. But, you know, nature is nature. So nature is here in December and January just as much as, as, as it is here in July. Obviously, the landscape is very different, but nature is nature. And it doesn't matter whether it's cold or it's hot. It's still there. And so nature has been calling me to really appreciate it. And I think the reason why, as I go back to the beginning, is because nature is like the guru of silence. And so when you have the opportunity to sit in front of a guru, especially when it's free, why wouldn't you? It just makes sense to sit in front of a guru. But time, as I wrote here, time is a dream. How and why it exists and how to slow it down. So those are the, some, some of the things I'm going to be talking about uh, this weekend when it comes to uh, when it when, when it comes to time and when it comes to simplicity, another uh, point I wrote here one two I got five more. Actually, I got a lot more than that, but I'm just going to do five more. We're already at thirty thirty minutes. I would think these solo podcasts would be better, you know, shorter or forty five minutes. Boom. But then I start talking, and then here I am in this mic with a cup of tea, and and, and you know I typically go all over somewhat. I try to stay kind of focused on what I'm talking about. And people say, oh, well, it's the ADD or whatever, HD and HDMI and whatever. But it's not that, you know, you're just so excited. You want to see, you, you're in that moment and you're like, oh yeah, I want to share this with you. Oh yeah, I want to share that with you. And so, so much things that you want to share. I would tell anyone, you know, start a podcast and make it, make it an audio journal podcast. And then you know, just do it for a year. And then after that, you can save all your files. You can save all the audios. And think about this. See, here I go again. How cool would it be to be able to give to your kids or to your nieces or nephews these recordings of you speaking when you when it's your time to transcend? I mean, really think about that because that's, I mean, what I just said, it was pretty cool. Because... <laughs> Right. Yeah, because I said it, it's pretty cool. No, because how many how many times, or I don't know if that sounds right, but how would you love to hear the voice of someone you know that you cared about passed away? And what if you can can fix that for the people that you are going to leave once it's your time to transcend? Because guess what? Like Gary V says it's a, he says the most inspiring thing he tells people is that, you know, uh, you're going to die. <laughs> and, and it's true. You know, we don't want to talk about it, but it's true. You listening to this right now and me speaking to you right now, one day I'm going to die. One day you're going to die. Hello. So why are you acting like you have all the time in the world? 
because we just decided that we can slow it down, but you can't stop it. You don't have all the time in the world. You're living a complicated life. You got all these things around you. You're not taking the opportunity to be in nature, to live your life, you know, to this fullest capacity. And instead, you're subjected to this box from nine to five in this giant house, or maybe it's not too giant. And everything you're doing at work is 80, what, 80, 70% of it goes to this giant box that you're in. So you're at a box at work, and then you're at a box when you get home. So I want to leave you with these uh, tidbits here as we get ready to sign off, maybe, kind of. Focus on possibilities. And again, I'm still bringing everything under the simplicity banner, but just do that. Do yourself a favor. Focus on possibilities. How many times when someone says something to you, 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 your first thought is how it won't work or how you can't afford it or you know, how you don't think you're going to be able to do it. And so all these automatic toggles get turned on. But guess what? It's not you who's turning them on. It's the ego who's turning them on because other people taught your ego how to flip these toggles. And so instead of focusing on your limitations, why don't you focus on your possibilities? You know, focus on what's possible because as we've learned from so many, you know, saints and gurus and teachers is that what you focus on is what you become and what you become is what you manifest, right? You got that? Really important. Always ask why. Kind of like what you used to do as a kid. And I used to talk about this, why we stop asking why. Because you did it as a kid, because you was curious. You were in a world you didn't understand, so everything was why, 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 what's this, what, what, why, curiosity and the why. And then what happened is people started getting irritated when you kept on asking why. And then their end result was because I said so or um, just because, like, you know, we made these people, you know, these uh, taller people <laughs> angry. And that's not, that's something we didn't want to do. We didn't want to make them angry. We didn't want to make them upset. We stopped asking the question because we didn't want to get them angry. So we stopped asking why. And asking why is such an important question now because it pushes us to explore the world. It makes you an explorer. And that is what you are. You are a creative, spiritual explorer. You are an, an archaeologist. And you're here to dig up the memories of who you are, of what you are, before you arrived here. The why is your best tool in your little satchel or satchel. And not utilizing that tool, not using it, you, you don't find anything. You don't explore. And so always ask why, not based on what you're hearing from me, but ask why if something aligns with you, ask why does it align with you? Because it's really important to then follow that because you never know where it's going to lead. Prioritize creativity, curiosity, imagination, and love. So make that a priority in your life. Make creativity, curiosity, imagination, and love because these are the four things that have been extracted from you. You remember when you was a little, uh, a young buck running around? You know, and you were very creative 
And now when I ask you, you say no. I always say creativity is basically the act of listening. That's what I say. But, you know, I can't draw a stick figure. Creativity is not just about drawing stick figures. Creativity is truly a spiritual communication. And if you can, you know, be in stillness and in silence, you are in that moment being creative. It's just how you express that creativity is what then becomes art in any form. Curiosity, again, goes back to the why question that we stopped asking. So we're not curious anymore. We were when we were kids, but now we want to know the certainty of whatever it is we do. Like we don't want to leave our jobs and go to another one because we don't know. And that's because we want that certainty. But along with that certainty, we have um, turned off our curiosity. Imagination, of course. Only kids do that. I remember, this is so weird. I, I remember my, my parents uh, telling me that. Imagine, you know, imagination is for kids, Chris. Imagination is for kids. And you're not a kid. Even though I was only eight. Okay, I was eight. So I couldn't use my imagination because that's for kids. And so I know you've been told that, which is the reason why you don't use it. But I always say this, stop calling these things vision boards, call them imagination boards. If you listen to this and you do vision boards and they're not working out for you or some things barely do and some things don't at all, and maybe some of it does all, all of it does, that's super awesome. But let me say this. What's bringing those to your awareness is not you looking at them, it's your imagination. So your imagination is what's calling it and creating it. Last but not least, love, love you more. Rise in love. I keep on always saying that. Stop falling in love. You know, somebody, um, someone might come to me, I'm hurt. And, you know, my typical thing is, oh, you must have fallen in love. Falling Again, using that word, what, what, does, what it does and what it creates is the act of falling. And, you know, when you fall, it hurts, right? If you fall off your chair, you know, fall off a, a wall or whatever, a wall. <laughs> but if you fall, it hurts. And not only does it hurt, you're going to get maybe scratches or scars. Or maybe you're going to break something. Have you ever heard someone say, oh, my heart is broken? That's because they fell in love. So instead, start rising in love. Just Simplifying the way you speak can not only alter your reality that you're living in, but you can energetically shift all those around you just by switching around these words. Know that small steps always lead to big results. And it's important for you to kind of play this long game. And that's what simplicity is. Simplicity is not necessarily... The here and now, the let me let me do what I can get right now, the instant gratification. That's not what simplicity is. It's the long game. It's the small steps towards the big, the big, big, big results. And the most important thing that, you know, of, of what I've said this evening is take care of you. Take care of yourself. There's, you know, we're running in a in a society, you're running against the tribe, with the tribe. You're going 90 miles an hour in a 35 mile per hour zone. You want to get to the next thing. You want to do the next thing. You got a crazy amount of to-do list, a crazy amount of emails. You got little Johnny doing 
soccer, football, basketball, chess, dance, you know, and 15 other things. And, and, and little Jackie is, is doing the same amount. She's probably doing 20 things. And you're going from one event to another, to another, to another. And, you know, obviously these things aren't cheap either. So now, you know, you're paying for the little Jackie's whatever. And that's, you know, $200. And little Johnny, you know, he, he needs a, you know, a $300 glove. So we got to get that for him. And, you know, and so this money that you can use to automate your bills, uh-huh. Is just kind of going out. So, of course, you have to stay in a, the nine to five box, not only to pay for the other box that you sleep in, which is really it's all you do, right? You just sleep in the box and you cook there because you can watch TV anywhere. And and then and not only that, but you're watching TV anywhere, you're right? But you're staying there watching TV because you got the really expensive sports package. You know, we're, we're running around in circles like, like we're chasing our own tails and we're not taking care of ourselves. Things that you can do to take care of yourself, exercise, you know, get out there, walk, do whatever you can. Exercise is really important. Um, Food, watch what you eat. I'm not no food expert, but I will tell you that I have changed the way I eat and I am seeing very interesting changes, not only physically, but also mentally, which is super weird, but you know, anyway. Um, sleep. Sleep is really important. I know we want to brag about you only got three or four hours of sleep and, and you're, you know, you're kind of king of the mountain. But sleep is really important. It's, you know, best way also to reduce stress. Drink, you know, if you're going to drink, it's like moderation. Like don't get tore up every night and don't drink every night. Again, these are the things that kind of amp up our system and, and really do more damage to our system if we, if if we tend to overdo it, taking care of yourself first. So I just really want to uh, point that out, that you have a mission and you know what that mission is. I mean, I can help you, but you know what it is. And that's what you're here to do. You're here to, com- you know, to, to complete this mission through this experience you call your life. And I can teach you and I can show you how to slow down time, but I cannot I cannot uh, teach you how to stop it. Well, because you don't need me to teach you how to stop time. It's going to happen when you're dead. So, not, not, <laughs> but while you're alive, I can teach you how to slow it down. It all comes down to that. Take care of yourself first. And know that if you don't love yourself, you know, it's good for you to love yourself. But just know this I love you. Thank you for listening. And have a good evening. Peace.